Hey neighbor, well it's December here and you know we've had a cold December. 31 this morning. Oh. But we're talking about gardens, so come on in and sit with us a spell. We'd be glad to have you. Well, it's that time of the year where we're getting seed catalogs. We're getting our competitor seed catalogs in the mail. And I enjoy looking through them. They do, and, and some of them are our friends. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'm gonna go off the deep end here. High mowing right here is a organic seed company out of uh, Vermont. I do believe they're out of Vermont. Let me make sure I'm right here. Uh-oh. I think they're out of Vermont. Let me make sure I'm right. Yep, Vermont. Uh, some of the nicest people in the world. We actually had a dinner with the CEO and a couple of other ladies that was high up in the company there. And uh, man, nice just some of the nice people. They told us that if they could ever do anything for them to let them know they want us to come up there for a visit. Most people in the seed industry, let me say most, just about everybody in the seed industry is really nice, good people. Mm -hmm. I can't say hardly anything bad about our I mean, competitors. We're friends with you from Johnny's. Oh, yeah. All these. Yeah. A totally tomatoes. Dick Zondag owns that one right there. Been knowing Dick for a long time. So, yeah, they are they're friends of ours. So, so it's fun <clears throat> looking through these, making a wish list, thinking about, get you all excited. So It'll be so. here before you know it. Yep. Now, we chose not to do a catalog a few years ago, and we had been in the seed business that long, not near as long as some of these people have. <clears throat> the reason is, it takes up a lot of money to print these catalogs and send them out. And things change so much, though, you know, they just change so quickly. You can be out of inventory. Imagine printing off a catalog, and uh, you, got, you got to have all those varieties in stock all year long, and uh, you can't put anything new in there. You can't offer anything new till next year. Right, and a lot of times, some of our new seeds don't come in until after the first of the year, and some of them we've ordered don't ever come in, so. Yeah. It, it allows us to be a lot more nimble to be online only, so just keep that in mind. A lot of people call, won't know about a catalog, and I understand the catalog thing. It's nice to sit there in your chair and look at it, but the fact of the matter is it doesn't make a lot of sense business-wise. The cost of these things, paper and mailing has gone. You okay? I thought I felt something under here. That was this thing here. <laughs> I was like, what the Ooh, so was like, Maggie's underneath there. But the, uh, the fact of the matter is, you know, the expense on these right here, mailing has gone up dramatically. And we can offer things at a little cheaper price because we don't have all that outlay in catalogs. So that's kind of where we're at. I don't foresee us doing a catalog in the future, not with online things like they are now. Every time we get a new CD and we can send out an email or an SMS or text or whatever, let you guys know about it. But December, we're getting close to Christmas, but we also got gardening on our mind for next year. Mm -hmm. What's going on in your garden? Man, I got a good rain over the weekend. I got some beautiful collars. We got collars, four inches? Four inches overall. Four inches uh, And we needed it because we've been dry here, but I got some beautiful top chop collards. I got some beautiful kale roll. We've been eating salads. Mm -hmm. We had a wonderful salad last night. Just about everything came out of the garden. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I got something eating on my brassicas. I went out there last night with the UV light. Did you find anything? I did not find anything, but you do have something eating on your brassicas, but I'm on, I'm on, I'm after them, girl. You don't worry about it. You take care of it? Yeah, don't have any problem in my garden. Her raised beds, we got a worm down there. 
or a worm family causing a lot of damage, but I'm gonna take care of them. A black light. I've always heard you could go out there with a black light, so I got me a black light. Well, I haven't heard that for tomato worms. Well, worm is a worm. Oh. Right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, uh, but I didn't find the worm. I had my uh, little, that was dark, and I was out with my little black light, but I didn't find it. But he's a, uh, need him not rest, because he will be too careful. Yep. Uh, Christmas cards, Christmas gifts. Yeah, uh, gift certificates, we have those yeah. available. But Getting just, to the short days. Short days. Order. But I just want to say a little something about that. You know, with the, the gift buying of the holidays, don't let that consume you. Uh, you know, we're always telling you we got these gifts by, and we do, we're for sale. But, but take in consideration what the holidays is for. Make sure you spend it with your family and enjoy the holidays and not let the gift thing stress you out too much. Mm -hmm. I think uh, it's a good idea if we backed off the gift thing a little bit, didn't do quite so much of that, but enjoy the, the family, family because you never know when they're not going to be here with you the next year. We, mm -hmm. uh, we have someone in our family that's probably not going to be with us next year, so we're, we're trying to make preparations for that and enjoy the holidays as we can take them for what we can yeah never know yep all right so, we're so if you was going to order something when would be the last day I, I don't well the way the post office ups believe it or not is doing pretty good yeah we're having list. trouble with our post oh, office post office is horrendous yeah. horrendous so, uh, so even though we'll get it shipped out same day but, but they're oh they're horrible <laughs> anyway get the orders as soon as you can if you order a bigger package gps is, is going to be pretty good the smaller packages will run into problems mm -hmm. um sea potato pre-orders sea potatoes we got sea potatoes i know it's early y'all but uh we got sea potatoes for pre-orders and and we're hopefully going to have them in a little earlier this year maybe ship them out a little early but you're in the south you can go ahead and get your, your ice potatoes in zone nine or ten, you can possibly plant them in um, in January, mm. and, and hopefully we're going to be able to get them to you in time. So it's always a problem getting these potatoes from up north. Ours come out of Minnesota because they have cold weather and they cannot ship them. They cannot load the truck and ship them when it's below 32 degrees. So we have to wait to have a little break in the uh, weather to get our order shipped out. Turmeric. Turmeric. So I harvested my turmeric and this is turmeric that we sold this year um can I open it? yeah you can open it if i didn't seal it up oh you did yeah so i got this new gadget i should have brought it um that seals these jars <laughs> why do you do that you use that for we put you cook with it like in chili i put it in my white chicken chili you you do cook with it but i use it mainly for the medicinal purposes um here we go again right now i buy little capsules um but i'm thinking of using this and you do want to mix it with some pepper fresh ground pepper it helps with the properties being absorbed um Something like that. I know somebody's gonna correct me, <laughs> but um, but like, well, hold on, just put a, a little bit. Have you coffee. tasted of it? Yes, I have. It really doesn't have an appealing taste to it. No, but, it, but it's good. No. It's good. 
two for. years, so it, I mean, it's good for you, so it shouldn't necessarily be good to yeah, you. Yeah, but I mean, it's I mean, it's not bad. A lot in cooking. It is. Tumor. A lot in cooking. Hmm. So you took this and put it in your freeze dryer, mm -hmm. and I heard it humming all night. Mm. Yeah, I had orange hands for days. Orange hands. But I, I got... Um, and you had one raised bed of turmeric. Uh-huh. And actually, I lost some because I had them out in the hot sun. So I actually only had um, three or four plants. But I got a quart of it dried. Um, and hopefully in January, we're going to start selling turmeric for the spring. Mm -hmm. And then this. Smell that. You know what that is? I think I do. You didn't seal this no, one. No, uh, so got some all over your hand. Yeah, it's ginger. I love ginger. Ooh, yeah, that, that's a, got, I'm not a huge ginger head, but that's got, that's got some flavor to it. So I freeze dried it and um, ground some of it up, and then some of it I just left in the little pieces. This was a job. How many days did it take me? Several. I try one of those? Yeah, I would uh, suggest... That's a lot of ginger. It's a lot. Of, I think this is enough ginger for years. <laughs> tank, that is tank. Don't take a lot of that, folks. Woo. Um, but one of those wow black tub colanders. That's pungent. Well, now remember, freeze drying just really because brings out those flavors. Once you recon. Constitute it, it's not going to be that strong. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Your eyes are watering. So that's what I've been doing. It's ginger and turmeric. You know, even though it's December, cold outside, plenty of things you can do. Yeah. So what are we doing? We're thinking about next year's garden, and we've already started talking about it ourselves at night time. Well, what are we going to do different? What do we need to grow this year? And all that kind of stuff. Well, it's the perfect time to plan. It is. And dream and wish. And the first thing we think about is what do we need? Because the reality, folks, is don't grow it if you don't enjoy it. If you don't, if you're not going to use it, don't grow it, unless it's some type of novelty thing. Right. So we rely heavily on wow. tomatoes. Wow, that stuff is pungent. You want some more? No, I'm good. Um, yeah, that's enough to last several years right yeah. there. Maybe I'll just try to thaw. Are you through? I'm through. Soil sample, time to get that soil sample. Yeah. Right now, it's perfect time for you guys to get your soil sample and get it back in. Find out what your pH is, your phosphorus, your potassium levels. And I always caution people this right here. Your magnesium level and your calcium levels is probably going to be what you don't think they are. So, Prepare your garden beds. Go ahead and clean up the debris. Go ahead and amend them. And then either plant a cover crop or cover them with some mulch or... Plastic, a tarp, put them to bed, and they'll be right and ready in the spring. Mm, great time to add compost right now and get those micros, worms, earthworms, and everything working. It's really not a bad time to add compost, but I'd say right now is one of the best times to add compost to your garden and put it to sleep. And something we've got to do is you plant my fruit trees. Yep. Perfect time of the year to put those fruit trees in the ground. Yep, and that's, we need to, I forgot about that. We need to do that. Berries, good time to plant berries now. I planted mine. Uh, earlier in the year, but it's a good time to plant your blackberries, blueberries, mm -hmm. any of those. Yeah. And inventory your seeds. Yep. At night. Yep. 
take a take a gander at them, see what you know, and then do some planning, do some communication within your family, yeah. to find out what you need to grow this year. Now we always look at our stockpile, our canning, our freezer, and see what we we got, see what we don't yeah. have. So like last year, I had plenty of frozen corn, so you didn't plant as much. Um, Cucumbers, we're running short on pickles. We've ate a, had a lot of fish fries, ate a lot of pickles. So I always look and see what I've got in my pantry to let him know how much to plant up there in his big garden. And I'm gonna plant a lot of corn this time. I'm trialing some new varieties of sweet mm -hmm. corn, so I'm gonna plant a lot of sweet corn for you to put up. But if you use a lot of tomatoes and soups and stews and salsa, um, spaghetti, we. I do all kind of things. Then you need a lot of garlic and peppers and onion, which the garlic and onion you should have in the ground most places here in the south. Yeah, you're in pretty good shape on your tomato stuff, right? Or do we need to relax? No, I didn't put up a lot last year. I had, um, we'll have to review that okay. when we plan it out. Um, always save space when you're planning to try something new. Yeah, let's speak of the tomatoes. Uh, I tried a lot of different varieties. In fact, I got a lot to trial out this springtime. The, the breeders or the seed companies that we buy our seeds from have sent me a lot of samples. So I got a whole tray full of things to grow out and see how well they do for us. Tomatoes is always something that I grow a lot of different kind of tomatoes because I like trialing them out there. I got my staples that I plant, but I always like to grow some indeterminates out there that I've never grown before. And I've got some that I'm going to grow this coming year. The one last year that I grew that did exceptionally well for me was red coral tomato. I'm probably not going to grow that this year because I know how well it does, but it's a wonderful determinate type cherry tomato. So uh, we run across those jewels every now and then. I would say this last year on our tomato we probably had as many losers as we did winners yeah. in there. And that's a, trying to keep a journal or somewhere it written down or even take photos of what you had and what did well, what didn't do well, what you would do again. Um, and I'm the world's worst for getting what I plant where. So what I've started doing is I'll take me up when I plant it. Right when I get through planting, I come to the office and I take me a piece of paper yeah. and I draw it off map it off and I stick it on my wall. Mm -hmm. That seems to work for me. A journal would be fine too, but that just kind of works well, for me. Well, uh, the best way to do it would be, be draw it off before you plant it. Yeah, I'm not that type of person, girl. I got to get out there and get it done. I, I do it, then I... Map I, it out. And that way you know... Oh no, I, sh I, I agree with you. You should map out your crop rotation plots. Yes, absolutely. But I'm liable to mix my varieties up once I get out there, like my yeah, tomatoes and yeah. things like but that. Yeah, yeah, but no, you know, like, where are you going to plant your my tomatoes? Is running. <laughs> where are you going to plant your corn? Um, think about your crop rotation. What you had in there last year, even the year before. We don't want to follow corn with corn. We want to follow our tomatoes with corn, something like that right there. Mix it up. Get your rotation correct and move on. Another thing, too, is our cover crops. So you may have cover crops that you need to maybe work in the soil a little bit later than others. Uh, a final example of that is most time my daikon radish, my tillage radish, gets ready before some of my clovers mm -hmm. do. So I can ex yeah. extinguish them and work them into the soil and I got a plot ready a little bit before. Yeah. So in January, we're actually going to do a show on plotting out your garden. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned for that. Other things to think about is where are you going to grow your vertical stuff? Your trellis and yep. stuff. Yep. Um, I've become 
I grow all my cucumbers now on trellises. Mm -hmm. That's just something I do for now. I used to didn't, but I do now. So do you make sure that you don't plant them on the wrong, like, I was reading tall crops should be on the north side. No. I didn't make any difference to me. In my old raised beds, were the, the pecan trees shaded? No, I can, had trouble with that vertical bed. That definitely could make an issue there. But as far as north, because my garden's in full sun. In the summer. Yep. Now in the winter, it wasn't that big a deal. I don't subscribe to that theory about north, south, west, and east. In a, in a garden that's got full sun, I don't subscribe yeah, to that. Yeah, yours is full sun. Yep. I've, I've got to, in my new garden, I've got to learn where to plant that stuff. Vining crops, when you're mapping it out. Give them plenty of room. Give them plenty of Watermelons, room. Watermelons, winter squash, uh, things like that need plenty of room. Yeah. Um, make sure they don't smother out. And uh, succession planning, um, where are you going to put the crops that you'll plant, like squash sometimes we'll have two or three. Oh, if not more yeah we'll have more than that we do cucumbers yeah we'll plant those on like a two-week succession plant i'll plant my first summer squash end of february first of march it's a little bit of a gamble on that one then we'll go from there and the thing about squash is you can't wait till that first crop comes in and you just enjoy them and love them to death but man you get tired of them mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so that's what's coming in and you gotta think about like where your onions and garlic, those things that are not going to come off till so, later in the spring. Yeah, so that's a perfect way to to say, okay, okra for one thing doesn't like cool soils. So when your onions come off late, that's a perfect place to go back with something like uh, okra. Mm -hmm. That keeps you planting your okra too soon. Me, we have that issue. Yep. Um, always save a few places to tuck in a few herbs. And flowers. And flowers. Gotta have those flowers. Speaking of flowers, you showed me a calendula bloom. <gasps> I did. Calendula. First calendula of the fall. Mm -hmm. It's so pretty. I've got a good patch of uh, Super P. Facilia that's not blooming. I, I'm hoping it's going to bloom pretty soon, but it's kind of cool weather for it to be blooming. But maybe I can, maybe it'll do fine. Super P. Facilia will make it down into the low 20s, maybe even to the teens. So we'll see. We haven't had anything that cool yet. I do think we're going to have a cool winter. I think we're going to end up having a couple hard freezes. Mm, yeah. So start looking about for your, what you want to plant next year, browsing those seed catalogs. What do you need? What do you enjoy putting up? Now, one thing that we have got to do a better job on is carrots. Because we've got, we enjoy them so much yeah. fermented. Uh, we've got a decent amount planted this year, but we have, found over the last couple of years that we really enjoy fermented carrots so we're going to have to start growing more of those do your inventory find out what your family loves to eat find out and do have a discussion what you plan on putting up putting up is preserving whether you do it canning freezing fermenting however and make plans to grow those crops out so that you have plenty of those to last you throughout the year and to supplement your your food pantry mm -hmm. sounds good sounds good and also Make plans to grow at least one thing you've never grown before. I always do that every year. Last year, I grew tobacco. Mm -hmm. Never grown tobacco before. Do you know my tobacco is still blooming? <laughs> so I planted some in the shade. Now, it didn't get near as big and pretty as mine did, but it has survived. It's still going. Yep. It's still going. It's got seeds in it mm -hmm. now. I could replant the seeds. Yep. Um, 
So, so do that, plant you something you've never grown before, just for the sake of stepping out of the, the regular sometimes. I grew some white roselle, and I really, I've got to work on my seed saving skills. Yes, you do. Yes, because I tried to, I spent hours saving seeds. I think I seeds. might have given you some advice on that, and you know, you didn't you did, take, and, make and my and advice. You did, and I thought I was doing better, but You it, didn't take my advice, did you? Okay, just want to clear that up. <laughs> Maybe we need to do a seed saving show. Seed saving show. A seed, seed saving show. Yeah. Maybe they need to take my advice on yeah. seed saving over well, here. I've done. I've been a lot more successful okay. than you have. Well, okay. I, I need some lessons. Okay. So you you just you need it out. to be able to listen when I give you <laughs> advice. Okay. Listen. All right. So we got some questions we want to answer here today that has been submitted on our social media and everything. And we're going to just go through the eight many of them. I think there's five of them. Here. No, I added some more. I don't think it's on your sheet. Oh, it's not on my uh -oh. sheet. Okay. Surprise. So we're going to answer these. Maybe these will help you. I'm going to get the first couple of them. How about that? Okay. Matt Douglas says, what can still be started this month? Matt, I don't know where you live, so this is a tough one to answer, but it's cold here. It's going to be really hard to start stuff into the ground with these real cold temperatures because we're not going to get really good germination. Now, if you got a greenhouse or seed start and things like that. Things that need to be really warm. Like, you could plant some spinach. If you can get it up. Now, you need a couple of warm days where yeah, you can get it. If, if you, you can get it up, you'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, if you got a greenhouse or a seed starting uh, area in your house where you got grow lots, whatever, lettuce, all kind of things you can start right now. And, uh, and have them come off and, and transplant them, and transplant them yeah. or either grow them inside. I've got some I've grown in trays. Growing outside can be a little iffy right now simply because of getting that seed up. It's real tender getting it up. If you can get it up, Swiss charge, spinach will do fine. Broccoli, cauliflower. Broccoli, probably, yeah. If, you, if you're not, if he's in, excuse me, it's that ginger. <laughs> So Stephen Daltrey, again, what can be planted late in the year and still have success? And when to start spring seeds for the spring garden? We're now he tells us where he's at. Yeah, he's in Florida, Georgia line. Whoa. And we're gonna do... Um, Starting next month, Stephen will start going over that because it will be, it, you will probably need to be starting some of your stuff in January for the spring. Some of your brassicas you'll need to start in January and. Keep up with our email newsletter and our show here, and we'll go over detail of what you need to be doing in January. Mm -hmm. But you need to be getting everything ready, because I can tell you, we're going to start strong and hard with our brassicas in uh, January. Linda Branch wants just to talk about the raised beds over the winter if you're not using them. Um, she said she's putting compost on hers. Do we need to cover with a tarp or plastic? I would say yes, or some type of mulch. Some type of mulch. Yeah. I cover straw. mine with pine straw. Yeah, I, absolutely. I think that's a good idea. It's not a bad strategy if you're not using cover crops or raised beds to do that. Mm -hmm. Joe Cook. I lived in zone seven. When will the tomato plugs be ready? I want the whole tomato and red snapper. We're working on that right now. They'll probably be for sale. We'll pre-sell them probably in February. They'll be uh, available in March, I hope. And Ruth McWilliams can't grow anything in zone six in wintertime. I think she was just... Ruth, you can, can grow can. some things. You can grow microgreens inside. You can grow... Lettuces, you can grow a lot of stuff you grow just cause not outside, you can still grow it inside. You can still grow enough for two people with a lot 
uh, grow like kits, you can grow your salads and your microgreens to just about do you all the time as far as your vegetables go. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, I think this is from Instagram. I don't have a name. Having problems with drainage since we've been getting more rain than usual in the past weeks. No heat to cook the water off. I live in Zone 8B, Loamy Soil, Southeastern North Carolina, and I've never had any problems with this. Would healing help? It will cultivation, any type of cultivation will help. Anytime you can break that, after you get a hard run, you can break that crust up and let that soil breathe, it'll dry out a lot quicker. Just earlier today, I was answering a guy's email. He had sowed some mustard and turnips in a broadcast garden, and he was asking the same thing. He's having a lot of problems. If he'd have planted them in rows where he could cultivate them, it could have dried it out a lot quicker. I'm not a huge fan of broadcasting my turnips and mustard. Plant them in rows so you can plow them with the wheel hoe dry out that soil and let that soil breathe. Let it have that carbon dioxide oxygen exchange. Let it breathe and that seems to help a lot. Is it too late to plant onions in Florida? 8B, 9A. Plant seeds, yes. Uh, if you could get some plants, we no longer have plants available, but if you could get some plants, you could probably still be okay. I there. planted some this past weekend. Mm -hmm. Okay, the next question, I'm gonna try to summarize it. It's a long one. They got a load of cow, compost, manure, added to the raised bed. They're having it explode with weeds and they can't stay on top of it. Um, not much chance of hard freezes. How to get rid of those pesky plants. Work it into the soil. Just keep it cultivated and get it aerated and worked up. And aggravated. Aggravated to death, yep. It'll also help that manure break down so that'd be a good strategy there. Yeah, I've got a little issue where I had that lemon drop. Mm -hmm. Receipt coming up, just mm -hmm. keep it worked. Yeah, just keep it worked up. Okay, I think that's all the questions. Garden Spotlight this week is from the great state of Alabama and it's from Coleman, Alabama. Some of our friends over there in Coleman, Alabama, we met them at Pedals to the Past, oh, what, three months ago, four mm -hmm. months ago, something mm -hmm. like that. Carl and Jan Sutton from Coleman, Alabama, we had a nice conversation with them and uh, just enjoyed meeting them, talking gardening. We talked for a long time, great people there. And there they are right there standing there with us. And they sent us in some of their pictures. A red snapper. Oh, look at them right there, ain't they beautiful? Pink brandy wines. And these said these, these photos were taken December 10th. Wow. Of this year. Yep. Yep, and they sent us a picture of their greenhouse. Now I'm gonna tell you what I like about our greenhouse here. You see how this is this is what we call a store-bought greenhouse, but they made sure they had on the sides right there, they had them so they could let the sides up now so they could get ventilation. Well, it says there. they converted their seldom-used greenhouse to a growing house. Mm-hmm. And that is, if you live in the south, that's a must-have right there is have those sides you can let down and let up so you can get that air in there. Then things will cook your stuff if you leave them shut up and we get one of those warm days come through here so that is that's a great i'm glad they I'm glad they did that right there i have something similar mine's a little, works a little different serves the same purpose mm -hmm. and they had these tomatoes growing in their grow house or greenhouse look mm -hmm. at there wow oh look at here they put our seed packs up in there mm -hmm. look at those those are red snapper yep those are the red snappers there they're beautiful. Now, red snapper is not a heat set variety, one you want to grow in the middle of the summertime. However, it does do well in the fall and in the spring. And look at these right here, man. These are beautiful right here. This is the Brandywine Pink Tomato. Mm -hmm. Look how pretty they are. Mm -hmm. 
And they had to throw that in there. Oh yeah, roll tide, whatever. <laughs> you know, we're about an hour and a half above uh, Tallahassee, so we're kind of torn on this football playoff thing between Georgia and Florida State Seminoles, but we're going to get through it. Oh, I left my old goat thing in there. Oh, you did? Yeah, but um, I had went in and drawn, and the winner from last week's, so it's not the old goat, actually, it's the Grinch. Grinch, is hiding somewhere on set. And if you find it, put your comments below, and we'll send you out a, we'll have a draw next week, send out a mm -hmm. gift, how about so that? So last week's winner was Homestead Come Lately 6801. Homestead, come lately, 6801. Send us your information to CustServeHostools.com and you'll be the lucky winner of these wonderful Get Dirty Socks. Boom. Ba-boom. Ba-boom. All right, folks, think about what you're going to grow. Think about your garden. Plant it out. You know, it's cold. It's wet. Can't do a whole lot outside. What about our giveaway? Oh, our giveaway. Oh, man. We're going to do something special here. Since in the spirit of gifting. In the spirit of gifting, we're going to give away a single wheel hoe, folks. A single wheel hoe. Next week, we're going to give it away. You put in the comments below what you're growing this year that you've never grown before. What you plan on growing. What you plan on growing this coming year What you that you've never grown before. Put it in the comments below. And we got this way of randomly picking a comment there. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and we're going to give away a single wheel hoe. Mm-hmm. And if, so pay attention to the next week's show. Um, and, and some of the usernames are hard to trace back. So um, some is pretty evident. So make sure if you comment to follow up next week to see if you're a winner. Yep. All right. If you ever get a chance to taste you some freeze dried ginger, I would recommend you doing that. Mm -hmm. We know what it tastes like. All right, folks, thank you for joining us. Hope you enjoyed it. It's all about gardening, all about growing your own food, and we're getting excited about next year. We got a lot of cool things coming. Come January, we're going to talk, start talking about new for 2024. Mm -hmm. We got a lot of new great products coming. We got some new seeds as well. So it's going to be a good year. Thank you for joining. Now get outside and get dirty. Mm -hmm.